Are you ready for it? Welcome to Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast. For us three Swifties, this is our holy ground. Every episode will consist of us breaking down a Taylor Swift song based on her lyrics when she wrote the song, our own connections to the song, and of course, throwing out different theories based on our girl's love of a good Easter egg. Come back, be here every Sunday for a new episode. and welcome back to another episode of Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast. It's me, Cardi C, and I'm so happy that you are here listening to us today. I am joined by the wonderful Meredith and the lovely Christina. Christina, how are you doing today? Doing all right. How about you? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little sad. Oh, that's tragic. What did you say, Christina? You look beautiful. You're supposed to ask, why do you feel sad? We did not practice that beforehand. (laughs) Listen, I jumped in and said, that's tragic. I tried to like help you out there, bro. You only gave me one line. The joke joke was that you were going to say, why are you sad? And I was going to say, because I'm beautiful than everybody else. And then I was going to say, how tragic is that? Because today... We're talking about sad, beautiful, tragic. And no, I don't actually think I'm more beautiful than everybody else. I'm just trying to plug in what we're talking about today, which is arguably one of my favorite songs. The song that I wanted this podcast to be named after, but it was already named after, like this name is already with somebody else's podcast. So good for them. Um, And it's also our 13th episode. And you know how important the number 13 is in the Swifty fandom. So get ready for a show-stopping, wonderful podcast episode because it's already a hot mess express today, ladies and gentlemen, and anyone else listening. Um, So Christina, let's start with you. Define sad, beautiful, tragic. I would say this, that is the um, title of my memoir. Um. (laughs) That was good. That was good. I'm proud of you. You're welcome. Um, This is probably one of the most skippable songs on the album uh, for me, unfortunately. (laughs) I knew was getting mad about that. I think it's pretty, but it's just, I I don't know. I just it's not memorable to me. It's one that I just skip over. I don't, it's, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Both this song and the next one are ones that I just, I just try to get to everything has changed from, I just go holy ground. Everything has changed. Yep. Well, everybody get ready because at least the next three episodes are going to be world war three between me and Christina um Meredith will probably have to play the role of mediator at times again Uh, great (laughs) so the only reason why they asked me to be on this podcast for moments (laughs) like this (laughs) no Meredith we love your thoughts we had to have you on here because your name's Meredith you're named after one of her freaking cats that's why you had to be here hell freaking yes I am (laughs) but Um, honestly I don't know why like this song has potential to be great I like the lyrics to it but maybe it's just because it is so slow and kind of haunting. And then we, but we already have like all too well. And I almost do. And we just left holy ground, which we're like starting to feel the uppers about the relationship ending. 
and now we're just being brought back down it's just it's not my faves well I think it's also like just the repetitive use of the word affair like is this truly based on affair or is she using it in the sense of like you know technically we all like just it's just a love affair like we have this exchange of love and yeah I mean for me it's also one of those things that I'm just like okay thanks for popping up on the album but I got to go and see what what happens next it just I don't know even the secret message isn't that great the secret message is while you were on a train that gives me nothing is there champagne problems like I mean it is cool that she wrote it on a ukulele I'll give her that we're just grabbing even, all over his song and he's so sad. But there's, but there's, I mean, it's even, they're not sure if this song is even about Taylor Lautner or Jake Gyllenhaal. So it's like, those are two very different relationships and, you know, perspectives that you have about each of them. Partially, I'm, you know, sometimes feel a little sad for Taylor Lautner. And then most of the time I just hate him, he who shall not be named for being a D-bag. So like. Fake Lysol White. What? <laughs> Have you guys seen the memes that everyone gets his name wrong? They're like Jake Lysol wipe. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake Winchell wiper. <laughs> no one gets his name right. Anyway, sorry. Okay, well then I guess this will just be Cody talking about sad, beautiful, tragic for the next <laughs> fifteen or so minutes. So buckle in. Um, <laughs> Ready? Let's roll. So. Um, we start off with long handwritten note deep in your pocket. That's the first lyric. I've always liked this lyric, except for the fact that I do laundry. And so it makes me worry that somebody's going to leave that note in their pocket. And I'm like, it's a long handwritten note. Like somebody took the time to like write that for you. Don't, don't wash it and dry it in the washer with your clothes and stuff. Um, and then, and then this is the this is the point. Um, good girls, hopeful they'll be, and long they will wait. And I correlate that back to nothing new, because in nothing new it starts off with like, um, you know, like you're supposed to go ha- like girls are supposed to go have fun, blah blah blah, so on and so forth. And then they get like ridiculed or like in trouble if they do what they want. And so I thought that was kind of like the opposite if you will. Um, and then I love the lyric and you've got your demons and darling, they all look like me. Um, I love that lyric because it reminds me of mad woman. Um, and I feel like it's also just the fact that like, it ties back to he who should not be named. Um, and we're not talking about Voldemort. Um, but just because we go back again to like the nothing new aspect of the, or all too well 10 minute version when she talks about like your lovers will still look like me or they'll still be my age or something. So it's, I, I just always thought that that was great. And I just, uh, and I like the part like, I, I want to say it's the bridge, but I don't even think it's the bridge. It's like um, distance, fighting, and like 
It's, uh, it's, it's actually called the breakdown. Oh, oh, cool. Um, so I, I like that part too, because it's, she says, will you just try to listen and, um, or something along those lines. And, yeah. um, <laughs> anytime my dog doesn't listen to me, I was like, will you just try to listen? And <laughs> I sing it like her. And, um, so, and I also sometimes use it on my husband from time to time as well. Um, but no, I, I just, I really like this song. Cause I don't know, I guess I just like the sad Taylor songs. Cause they always like, I don't, it, it paints this picture for me of like this couple and they're like most beautiful attire, like dancing. And like, they start off like really, really happy. And then like, as they continue dancing, it, they just get progressively like more sad as they keep going around and around the ballroom. And it's like, there's little things in the ballroom that like affect their, their mood. Like the girl sees um, a guy that she once dated or the guy sees his parents that disapprove of their relationship or something of that nature. So I don't know, that's just always like my imagery that I see with this song. So yeah. Well, as you were chatting and like you made the connection to Mad Woman, um, I feel like this is almost an innocent or like a more a younger, more naive version of like tolerate it and closure. Yeah. Um, just the way that she like puts it all together, or maybe it's even that what just keeps coming to mind visually is could you just try to listen like you were talking about Cody but in the um all too well 10 minute short film and how they're in the kitchen and like you can tell she just wants him to listen but he'll try to kiss it to fix it and you know um try to like use everything else as a scapegoat or to gaslight her and so I'm just wondering how much of this song not only influenced that 10 minute version of all too well but even maybe on some level inspired tolerator or closure or the more like mature versions of, um, or even illicit affair. I mean, maybe I'm just like pulling at straws, but like, again, just that use of affairs and I don't know all the things, all the thoughts. I don't know. The hidden message just makes me think of champagne problems. (laughs) This is where my brain has been stuck. But in that breakdown, she does say silence. The train runs off its tracks. It just kind of reminds me because we brought it up. um, I think in the last episode, the story of us, where she even says, so here's everything coming down. Oh no, it's actually in forever and always, but that's way ago. But um, her older songs, it just reminds me of that line from forever and always where it's like, so here's to everything coming down to nothing. Here's to silence that cuts me to the core. And then the train runs off his tracks just reminds me of the guy choosing to take the night train and champagne problems because he was like in love and ready to pop the question and get married. And she said, I'm good. No, thank you. And so he gets on the night train to avoid you know, the bustling crowds, but also maybe the silence is too loud if everyone's sleeping. So just think it's very poetic, but the song is too sad. Like I love a good sad Taylor song, 
but I like there to be some angst in that sad Taylor song. And this one just has no angst. And yeah. Anyway, it's, it's the genre of it is folk pop in case you're wondering. So that maybe that's why we keep thinking of folklore and evermore. Cause that's a little bit more of like folk pop. Well, I just, I, I don't know. I guess it's just always like, it's just always painted like this beautiful picture for me. And that's why I like listening to it. Cause it's like, I get to watch this movie in my head over and over and over again, every time I listen to it. And every time I listen to it, I get to add more to the movie. And not saying that I think that this song is worthy of a music video. Cause I, I don't believe that. Um, I just, I like the imagery that is created in my head when I listen to this song and with the <clears throat> instruments in the background of the song, it just, it's beautiful, but also it's very sad and tragic. So I do love the line. And for the life of us, we can't get back. It's just, there's like real tragedy in that line. Uh, well okay i like angry taylor sad songs i don't know why (laughs) so i guess let me ask you this i'll ask you both this other than the all too well 10 minute version is there a song from the vault that you would have rather had on the stolen version to replace sad beautiful tragic um I feel like the answer is yes. I just have to go and revisit these. Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing right I now. I mean, honestly, I feel like this album has just like a lot of good breakup songs. I probably would have wanted to include either Forever Winter because it's still a very sad song, but it and it, it's not a breakup song. So that might be why it didn't make it on the album. Or I bet you think about me, honestly. That's like one of the best vault songs. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet you think about me if we're going to go with that, that breakup theme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus it's just such a fun song. I know we've talked about how we don't think she could have put it on there or like put a video out the way she put a video out, but so good. So good. That girl, so good. Well, I, I agree with both of your assessments, except that um, I would put it for Stay, 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 because um, we all know that I just do not care for that song whatsoever. You got to uh, leave, leave, leave. You got, yeah. <laughs> um, should but run. I, yeah, I, I'm just... <laughs> You're welcome. It took it took like uh, half a second, and then it clicked, and I was like, "Ha!" Uh, <laughs> Little Taylor Vault um, humor here. Just saying. Is it like the very first night? Did you get my message in a bottle? I wish it was a better man. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, well, I'm scared to ask this question, but it has to be asked. Um, yep. What are these ratings, ladies? I'd give it a 10. Okay, fair. I think like the words deserve or the lyrics deserve a double digit rating. Um, 
but yeah, just in terms of, is it like my go-to? No. Yeah, I go nine. Yeah. Just because it's like really redundant at the end too. Like <laughs> it's just over and over. Yes, we get it. There was beauty, beauty, some magic, tragic, sad love. Like that's just love in general. I feel like you just have a lot of those, no matter if you break up or stay together. But yeah. I mean, maybe it's not always tragic, but in the moment it can feel tragic if you're in a really big fight over something silly. Yeah, but. absolutely. Yeah, I go nine. Sorry, Cody. That's okay. I'm what are you say, giving it? I'm going to say 12. Um, I, I, I don't like to give perfect scores because um, the HR brain inside of me is like, if you're perfect at something, then you don't need improvement. But obviously there is room for improvement with this song. Um, we could have a little bit more angst. Um, although I, I do argue that the one part that you can clearly see angst in this song is the, um, would you just try to listen? Like when she sings that part, I'm like, that's, there we go. That's what I, I need that. Uh, and, and then we can go back to being sad. Um, so yeah, a definite 12 for me again two episodes in a row what if this song was like an like a screamo song like a hardcore heavy metal song i all i'm saying is i would love nothing more than a rock and roll taylor swift like her covering her like doing the we are never ever getting back together like when she was because that's is that the song I'm thinking I'm pretty sure I think so yeah at the 1989 tour like when she was like screaming that like had a guitar like all that fun stuff I would love that um like if she was screaming or not even her but if somebody was screaming the song at me maybe I would like that more don't know we'll see I like when people scream at me JK I do not (laughs) It's like, where are we going with this? Gotta go. <laughs> and on that note, we will end this podcast. This sad, beautiful, tragic description. <laughs> this episode was sparkling. Don't you let it go. We are just as excited to meet and connect with you as you are to meet and connect with the one and only Taylor Swift herself. So go follow us on Instagram at EnchantedPod and tell us your theories, favorite songs, and so much more. See you there.